Hey, it's Brian Cook and Kendra Brown. <laughs> you almost with screwed the, up. <laughs> <laughs> Bates Real Estate Advisors in Woodward, Oklahoma. We're the Brian and Kendra Show. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, I'm know, Kendra hey. Brown. Advanced Real Estate Advisors. That's what you're trying to say. Yes. Okay, awesome. I'm really excited about today's show. Yes. Because we always talk about how we are, we're a small market real estate is what we yes. are. And and we are very, um, we're really hyper local, right? We're hyper a lot of the time, yes. <laughs> and we are local because we don't get time to get out of town. So hyper and local, yes. Yes. Okay, so we're hyper local real estate um, and we're very relationship based. Mm-hmm. And so I had I had a really great conversation with one of our sellers this morning. And she said that she'd been hearing or reading something. She goes, my son always tells me not to look at, th- how did she say it? My son tells me not to listen to what I read on the internet, but I've been reading on the internet again. And I thought it was so priceless because she's absolutely right. Like, where else are we supposed to get our information? But sometimes you're like, is it true? Is it not true? I don't know. It's hard yeah. to fact, fact check. Yes. Will you say that? Fact check. Good job. Okay. So she said that she was reading something about the um, a potential increase and the caps of the capital gain taxes mm-hmm. that instead of currently it's 250 single 500 um married that they would increase to 500 and a million is that I've are heard, you reading that too yes because of uh inflation the values of houses mm-hmm. have gone up so they they need to they need to you can't only buy a house for 250 anymore so she tells me that and she goes is this how come we don't have more inventory in woodward and she said, is this why, is is that the problem and why we don't have more houses? And she was talking about upper end homes. Yes, for 500 sale plus. In our community. Yeah, 500 plus. Well, actually, I think, I think even 400 plus yep. for this particular instance. So for that customer, <clears throat> I got on our whoop-de-doo website, not ours, but another one, and I searched every house in Woodward County that was built after 2000, that was over 2,500 square feet, and there's not as many as you would think. I think it's actually 3,500 3, square feet built after 2000. There was enough I could call them all in a day. Like it's insane. Yeah, and it was a it was a, I did I went through the list like all right, well are they going to sell? Are they going to sell? Right. Are they going to sell? And so, but rewind back to the question. Yes. Is that why we don't have? Has inventory? nothing to do with it. I agree. I think that's a national problem. Yes. Because we saw, I mean, after that whole crazy 2020, whatever in the heck happened, we saw major price increases everywhere else. We still, we saw a lot of business, but we didn't particularly see a huge inflation. And we also haven't seen a huge decrease in prices. We're just stable, just like normal, right? Yep. But we do have a low inventory. So then my next thing that I said to her, like I, I went through that whole scenario of, you asked me a minute ago, was I selling real estate whenever Woodward had 17 houses on the market? And I remember, because mm-hmm. I remember a customer particularly, um, two of them actually, and I, I, I'm I, not sure. I, I think we looked at every single house that was on the market. Because at that point, you have to look at, I don't want a fixer-upper, but I'll take a fixer-upper to um, this is the best house on my, like, it, but all the houses were in the price range because there were no houses for it sale. so crazy. It I, was insane. I'd go home on my way home and I'd pick a street and be like, all right, I'm knocking every door on the street on my way home. Yeah, absolutely nuts. <clears throat> so fast forward then to 2018 when I started working for you. Do you mm-hmm. remember October of 18? You were walking past my office. I said, stop, I got to ask you a question. So there's 118 houses on the market today. I'm scared. And you said, it's not typical. It makes me a little anxious too. And then nothing happened. Like that seemed like an over influx 
of inventory for Woodward. And it then was, it was easy to sell houses because we had like, hey, you want a house? Look, you got 14 to choose of. Buy the one <laughs> you like instead of the one you hate the least. Like I could do a CMA without even thinking because yeah. there were so many things to choose from mm-hmm. that I could compare easily whenever we were looking to yeah. list a house. And then pretty quick, we started seeing by the next July, I think we started seeing inventories back down in the 70s. It seems like 70. 2021. End of 2020, we broke 100. We went under 100. 2020. Yes. Yep. Right. I meant 2018. Oh, you're right. I get what you're saying. It was like two summers later. Two summers later. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Regardless, here you are correcting me again on the show. But it's fine. Only on numbers. Oh, no. I'm not good with numbers. That is true. Except for whenever I have to be. Whole point of that is now we are in like the mid-30s probably Mm -hmm. for inventory, and that'll fluctuate, and I get that. It's freaking insane. It's getting very complicated. so we have different ideas on this. I think our ideas are the same. I think it's because we didn't build. I think it's because Woodward just didn't have any new construction between like the early 80s when everything dropped. Mm-hmm. And then 2012 is when we started building again. The only yeah, and the only time we really built was you know in the boom 80s, right? And then after the tornado in 12. Yes. So during the tornado, really. So yes. so an agent here in town's like, hey, we need more houses. So yeah. he he built an addition, got, hired some contractors out of the city to spec build a whole bunch of houses. It worked pretty good, except then we didn't keep up with the build right. like we couldn't keep up. So Elk City is a similar size town as Woodward on the interstate I-35. Right. They are still spec building houses, and they're going to outgrow Woodward very quickly. They're closer sure. to 16,000, 17,000 people, but, and they're on the interstate. I think that's part mm-hmm. of the big deal. Um, but also For the sure. contractors are a lot easier to get there because they can just zip down. It's an hour and a half down the interstate right. versus two hours down this to get here. So I'm getting off topic. But the comes back to – our location to hyper-local, mm-hmm. why we are here, is hard to get a spec building company to come to Woodward. Right. Shipping, time to get here, all of that. So that's why people haven't built, Why? which leads back to why are we short on houses again. Exactly. So I want to just touch really fast. We do have our own specific challenges because of our location. Yes. But I think that our location is so unique and so spectacular. That's not a dig against our location. No. Yeah, we have a, a lot of good contractors. We have to overcome. We do. We have all great our contractors, contractors are custom build contractors. Right. So you pick. So that means we have a lot of unique houses. We don't yeah. have additions, you know, newer than 2012. I mean, the one 2012 at Shadow Creek and beyond those, there's not any additions like South Fork and right. Wildwood and right. They're all individual. Mm-hmm. Lots of individuality. Yes. Which is cool, and I yeah. love that. All right, so um, all of that I think is a really good lead into the topic that I wanted to discuss today, because her second question, or maybe third question, was: um, was is this because of mortgage rates? Are people not moving because of mortgage rates? And so you know, I'm the worst at keeping up with mortgage rates. I don't even know where we are right now. Sevens, six, almost. We're not quite seven yet, but we will okay, be. Good. They will go up to seven. I don't pay. I don't. I don't do that part. That's the part that you do. And so that's why I probably sound like an idiot. She doesn't even know what interest rates are. That's the part you do, and I let you do your job this time. So I don't think that mortgage rates are really our issue either, but I think that there's enough of a hot topic and enough of media that is frightening our buyers and sellers that I just want to talk about it. Yep. So here you go. This is the big fat statement. Your needs are more important than the mortgage rate. Like yes. There you go. 
Like, that's it, right? So if you don't need to move, they're not moving. So back in 2020, when we had 120 houses, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I'm in at 4% interest, and I buy at 4% interest, and I love my $200,000 house, but I love that $200,000 house better. I think we'll just move. Awesome. Now it's, I'm in a $200,000 house at 4% interest. This is great, but I love that $200,000 house. I want to move. Now my payment goes up $500 a month. What? So along with that, now your in, uh, insurance is going up because of inflation, the cost of houses. Right. So now your insurance is going up 30%. So instead of 100 a month, it's $130 mm -hmm. a month. So just to move from a 200 to a 200 is by $5,600 a month more Right. right now. So that hurts a buyer who's getting a loan. That, yes. We're only talking about buyers getting loans. Yes. That hurts their buying power. Correct. Big time. So we recognize that. But here's the thing. If you're needing to move and you're thinking, I just don't want to because I'm afraid of the mortgage rate, yada, yada, yada. If, if you need to do it, if yeah. you need to do it, right? You might just have to sacrifice some of the amenities of the house. You may right. not get a three-car garage. Right. You may only get 1,800 square foot instead of 2,200 square foot. Sure. So there's some amenity-style stuff there that you, you may have to just downsize a little to get into that back into that payment, which is why we, I mean, we're going to come back in and do that. We're the hunters, so we will yes. go hunt, hunt, hunt. I think that this show probably is is a lot for the first-time home buyer to just encourage for some home buyers. So you've been on the fence. Should I, should I not? Should I, should I not? And we can't predict, oh. is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? Is it going to stay? What's going to happen? Let's just do it and see yeah. what happens. Like, I, say what you're going to say with rent. I had a guy, lady call me yesterday. She goes, my rent was 800 a month two years ago. It went to 950. Now they went 1150. She goes, I can't afford this. How much house can I buy for 1150? I just want to know what that house looks like. And so we <laughs> sold it. So <laughs> twice. Um it's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma in Woodward. To call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 22 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or stop by 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. Found it once. Um, <laughs> so it, so yes. Yeah, so I, and that's what I told her. So I think you can buy a house that you're living in similar and your payment's going to be around a thousand dollars to $1,100 a month. And so I think there's going to be a lot of those type people that are going to be bouncing into houses because um, even the individual I was with this morning, he said, I've got to go up on interest. I mean, I've got to go right. up on rent. I've got to, because right. my interest rate doubled. So, my rent can't double, but if I can raise all of my rents 25%, it'll at least cover a majority of the hike in interest. Sure. Well, shoot, 25% on 800 another $200. So wow. 800 it to 2000 Man, it, is, it hurts. They will 
rent will have to adjust with inflation and it will go up fast. So that takes us back to the phrase that we hear quite a bit that says that it's cheaper to buy than to rent. And for a minute in Woodward, it was not cheaper to buy than to rent. For just a minute, it was actually cheaper to rent. Yes. But we're getting quickly back into cheaper to buy than to rent. And your your house payment, if you buy, is a 30-year locked. This is not our topic, but you're locked 30 years most of the time. Right. And so if my payment's $1,100 a month now, it's going to be $1,100 for the next 30 years plus your insurance and tax increases. but not the 20% increases or 10% increases you're going to have in your rent rates every right. couple of years. Right. The interest rate is not going to change once you're locked in. Yep. Okay. So people who are moving, who do we see moving? People that are upgrading are actually still buying. Yes. And a lot of that has to do with their cash. Some of these people are cash. So they, they have the flexibility to like, who cares about the interest rate? Mm-hmm. I want that house. So as long as I can sell my house, I'm going to buy that house. Now the trick is, is the person buying their house borrowing money? So that's that we'll get some of those trips and hangups. Um, so yeah, the upgraders, there's still people, well, and then they have the, you know, the life things, they get married, uh, having babies. So that's the, I mean, that, I think that's probably the biggest reason that people are moving right now are yes. because of situations like that. Um, changing relationship status. Yes. If you don't need as much house, you move. If you don't, if you need more house, then you move. Like, that's just the way that it yeah. is. I mean, that's the whole driver. Right. So my daughter lives in Georgetown, Texas. She's renting a room from a lady. The lady's husband passed, and she was going to downsize. Mm-hmm. She said, so for me to downsize, my payment was actually going to go up. <gasps> Crazy. So she said, I really can't af- I can afford this house, but I don't want this big of a house. Um, her two kids graduated within two years of each other. Then her husband passed. So... She went from full nest to four years to just her. And so that being said, it makes sense why some people are having a hard time downsizing because they're stuck in this big house but can't move down because their payment right. is the same until she gets it paid down or paid off. But So you're going to see a lot of that stuff where they're just staying in these big old houses that they can't. But I love her creativity and how she handled that. And it's mm-hmm. different because there's such as her... I realize that not every area would work like that. Right. I think you could almost do that in Woodward, though, especially yes. right now with oh, the. Yeah. With the, I mean, we have some different things going on in community. I think it would work. You could work. What uh, a brilliant idea. Yeah, and there's there's a college out here, so there's some of those mm-hmm. kids that rent apartments and stuff. Sure. You could easily rent a room. Of course, she's got the best tenant, the you know daily hugs and the. <laughs> she doesn't pick up after herself well, but other than that. <laughs> you had a you had a um, a customer coming yesterday who's looking for something for a family member. They said, "Kendra, what did you do with your last house?" Well, my son's living there. So you want a roommate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah. man, inventory really yes. is bad. It's bad. And so I I just I think that that was kind of the whole purpose of this show is I just wanted to talk about the idea that it's okay to move. Like this is probably if I think that a lot of people are just waiting for things to fall again so that they can afford. I think we just need to look at different different price ranges maybe. What do yeah. you right? Right. Yeah. And it's you just gotta keep your options open right now. Whatever we're hunting for, we got you you have to look at all the options is the main thing. So what are the options? Oh man. <laughs> you come in and tell us your needs and wants and we'll go get you some options. Okay, so I wanna tell the story real quick. Okay. Okay, so we have um we have a customer and we've been looking with them for quite some time. Really good friend of mine. Okay. Um and I, I mean, like I could see what they needed and I knew what they wanted and we couldn't find it. We looked and we looked, we looked at every house that there was available on the market. Um, and then we started kind of knocking on doors by we, I mean you, 
Actually, I've told you to knock on some more doors. We may have to yeah. check on your list. <laughs> yes. I? Yeah. And so we finally found the one, right? <clears throat> yes. And here was his comment. He said, um, it's still not exactly what I want, but you're right. It absolutely fits everything that we need. It had the bedroom sizes, it had the space for some things that they were, that they'd never been able to keep inside and they wanted like a gun cabinet or something. Um, that's not the right term. What is it? It's gun safe. Yeah, gun safe. Thanks. I don't know why that was escaping the brain. Anyway, um, but he said again, it's not exactly what I had in mind. It's not exactly what I wanted, but it does work. But it came down to the relationship that we needed to have with them in order to know what they really, really needed. Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm kind of morphing this a little bit, and I don't mean to go off topic, but I think that this is super important. Showed another buyer last weekend, and they, um, when we looked at the second house, I realized this buyer that we've worked with for quite some time just didn't quite understand. You can actually choose one realtor. Like, and I said realtor, but then I stumbled. I did not say realtor, just in case Richard is listening. <laughs> it just stumbled. I said realtor. You you can choose one agent. You can choose mm -hmm. one realtor. And, and let us really get to know exactly what it is that you want so that we can start shopping on the backside for you. <laughs> we want everyone to list. We want all the houses on the market so that we can easily call every other agent and say, hey, we want to show your house or call our sellers and say, hey, we want to show your house. But that's not really how it is right now, unfortunately. <laughs> but we do know this person, this person, this person, this person, this person would sell. They're just not ready to put their house on the market, right? Because they've called us. Hey, we're ready. If you can find us what we want, we will sell ours. Right. So we have this list of sell when we find. And then we have the list of we're going to buy as soon as we find. Right. So it's, it's this huge fluid puzzle that we are. I was going to say, you always talk about going hunting, but I think it's a puzzle. <clears throat> like yeah. I literally see these little puzzle pieces in my head. And, and so if you'll allow us that option, if you'll allow us that chance to really work with you, we can be your one-stop shop. Mm -hmm. And then as we get to know you, as you get to know us, we start that communication and it really helps us to find what you need. And that's exactly what it was with my friend. Like it took a minute for us to really nail down the need and the want mm -hmm. so that we could find it. Yep. And we're halfway through. Halfway. Appraisal's done. What's next? <clears throat> <laughs> closing. Title work and closing. All right. What else have you got? So um, other reasons. So health concerns is on here. Um, of why you would move. Why you would move. We have people... Um, Stairs, no stairs, flat yards, no yards. Um, we had Brian Baker talking about landscaping a while back, make things easier. So right. this is one of those things like, man, I just, I can't maintain this seven acres anymore or this two acres or this massive flower bed. Or right. like the people we closed that are moving, they had an amazing yard. And he's like, yes. yeah, it's, I'm ready to do something new. Like right. amazing. But he wanted to go build us another one. He right. just wanted to go fix another one. And so then you have those people that are the, I wouldn't call it crazy. Like <laughs> <laughs> they might feel it right now, yeah, though. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so bottom line, we need to we got to build these relationships. So we're hyper local, mm -hmm. relationship driven business. Yes. Because just like the people you were talking about the other day, they fell in love with the house, but it wasn't the right house. Right. And we kept trying to go. We tried to squeeze the square peg in the round hole. We kept hammering it in. We kept doing everything right. we could. We did some very creative negotiating. <laughs> um, and it but it just wasn't working. It just wasn't working. And ah, we hated it. It felt bad. Yes. And we just felt like we were losing. And then, bam, this one's so close. Right. So, um, and so sometimes we'll get there. 
We that is the one thing you don't want to get in the the wrong one. No, no, of, you don't. So, so let's touch on that really quick because what you said, I'm not sure. If, I don't know if everybody completely understood that. Financially, sometimes we can get you into the wrong one, and we don't want that. I don't think either one of us ever push the top end of the budget or mm-hmm. want to go over the budget. I just want to make that very clear. Right, no. Like when somebody calls and they said, hey, I've improved, pre-approved for 250000 and I'm like, okay, but what do you really want your payment to be? Right. Because just because you're approved for that doesn't mean you should be at that. Right. Because we want you to not be house poor. That's no. the, that's the oh, phrase, right? The freedom. We The freedom of being able to, to go when you want to go and, and – <laughs> <laughs> put new tires on your car when you need to and seriously buy not, groceries buy groceries I mean, like I, I, i've seen a lot thing. of people just get to the top of the top and they just oh yeah. i guess we're going to vacation with peanut butter sandwiches under the patio this week i mean it's, right i'm i'm a big fan of budget and let's get way inside your budget yes let's leave lots of room in your budget right. for play yeah for play <laughs> yes because for fireworks yeah we we yeah yeah because we, yeah, life is not about everything that happens. I mean, home is where you're, what is that? Live, laugh, love, whatever. You do all that. <laughs> you do all that in your I house. I can tell you really feel it. So, yes. But <laughs> I don't I don't think the, the greatest memories ever made to me, all of my greatest memories are not made in my home. I know those are great memories. But, man, being somewhere with friends, family, traveling, go travel. Go do, <laughs> go to, you know, whatever, golfing. Because you're not a homebody. I wonder what your wife would say. Oh, she's probably saying, yeah, I read that <laughs> book in this house, in that spot. And I drank this coffee here, in this spot. Yeah. So we recognize. Maybe opposites. Maybe not for everyone. Yeah. But a home is, though, it's your safe haven. Right. And whenever your home becomes, when your home becomes such a burden because we, we pushed you too far and helped you find the house that you didn't need, man, we don't want to be a part of that. We right. don't want that. We want for your home always to be your safe haven, your place to go home to, that you're comfortable and not the one that you're going, oh, my gosh, how am I going to make next month's mortgage? Yep. We don't want that. No. Nope. We don't want that. Nope. So, so that's what we found with my friend. Mm-hmm. We, we we They had identified exactly what they wanted, and, man, it was perfect and beautiful. Um, but whenever we really sat down and compared, it, and it was apples to oranges, it was not apples to apples, and we all knew that. And they said, you know what? We really hate to, but we're going to go with the orange. Because it works better and it's just a little bit more comfortable. And I'm super proud of that decision. Like, yeah. I mean, it's one of those that you're like, oh, dang it. I hate that for you, but I'm so proud of you because, yeah. I mean, adulting is hard. Yes. <laughs> so this 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 whole, we started on interest rates and what they cost us and yes. why is our market Sorry. slowing down. No, I just, I want to roll back around and, and just emphasize that the interest rates what I'm hearing by all the uh, lenders I'm talking to and mm-hmm. the advisors I we're talking to, we don't ever anticipate them. We would never anticipate them getting to 2% ever, like ever. That didn't make any right, sense. Right, that was so crazy and weird. But they're like, to get to that point again would be nearly impossible. They're right. anticipating, we could dip down in the fives, mm-hmm. but they're scared to because of we're still in an inflation, inflationary position there's still homes multiple offers and Mm -hmm. and our asking price and it's oh and so they're still trying to slow that down and so interest um i think they'll they'll give it time all of the backlog of all the buyers that we're trying to buy Mm -hmm. i think they're just patient if they'll just be patient sure you know they should listen to me i know (laughs) yeah you're all about patience and so but 
if they'll wait, I think the, the, the backlog of buyers will catch up. They'll all get in their house. Sure. And then that will all slow down mm-hmm. instead of hitting a roadblock or we'll just hit a mud hole. Right. And then slow us down. And then then they can dip interest back down. But I think they're going to go ahead and raise interest to get it to stop quicker. I'm going back to one more time. My first interest rate, eights. Yeah, Yours 11. was 11. My favorite thing, though, is we we had um, a group of realtors. You were sick that night. You didn't get to be here. We had a group of um, lenders, actually, that I was visiting with. And of those lenders, like their their first time home buying experience with their first interest rate was 17%, 21%. Like, this is mm-hmm. nothing. This yeah. is nothing. And there's some very creative things. So as we go into this season, there's going to be – so I talked to a guy that owns a house that's like a million-dollar house. Um, he owes half a million on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, his interest rate is 2.875. Um, so we've been talking. He's like, what do I need to do? Nobody can afford a million dollar house. And I said, they can at 5%. They can at seven. I right. said, can you sell your house at 5%? I said, I don't know. I said, can you carry the mortgage? Yes. So exactly. there are all kinds of, there's going to be a, a lot of creative selling going on in the next couple sure. of years. It's going to be advantageous to the buyer because they're going to get a 5% interest right. rate taking over the buyers and I say it's taking over it's a it's called a subject to mortgage mm-hmm. um, so they're gonna they'll make the other guy a payment and he makes the house payment be very careful in those we need to make sure if you're gonna do them we want to make sure we have an attorney involved um, we want to make sure that's done very well because yes, it can 100%. get you into trouble mm-hmm. but <clears throat> um, so those are you're gonna start seeing those happen a lot more even I've got a sister-in-law that's like, she's got a $200,000 $200, house. Um, she was 125 or 150. Or same thing. Her interest is 3%. Wow. So when I go to sell yeah. her house, I'm going to be like, hey, we need to just, we'll charge them for 5%, mm-hmm. get a bunch of money down, like um, right. go buy your other house. Now you're making money on the bank's money. So um, on that million dollar house, even if you charge 3%, sure. Five and a half, three percent of millions, thirty thousand dollars a year extra in profit. Mm. Holy smokes! <laughs> what are we? You know. So when I told him that, he's like, "Oh yeah, no big deal. We'll just sell it whenever I'm ready." Now, because he was panicked, exactly. it was going to take him years to sell. Mm-hmm. I said, "Not if you offer what you're going to offer. There's going to be people waiting to buy right. your house." So, all that being said, there's going to be lots of options. Um, there's going to be a lot more rent to own stuff happening. There's going to owner financing happening. This subject to mortgage is going to happen. So we'll do this episode on all of that soon. Um, just kind of go through all that. Um, Kendra's so excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and so I'm an option guy. So um, we're going to be do- looking through that. So if you have a house to sell because we're short on inventory and you're thinking, I'm never going to sell my house because, you know, nobody can afford my $300,000 house at 7%. Yes, we can. We can do a subject to mortgage. Or not, because that's not. the thing. I that's the thing I really think is important and valuable. People are still buying and mm-hmm. people are still selling. Yes. So if you've been holding back because you think nobody's doing that, get in here and let's talk. Yes. People are selling houses. People are buying houses. There are mortgages happening. Let's get you in a new home. I just, let's do what we want to find. Yeah, Nathan, I just counted my buyer list. We have sixty-one people on my buyer list. Right. That would buy if the right house hit today. Right. So let's get 60, some houses on the market. Sixty-one. That's twice the inventory. They're well, gonna have to our transaction up. workbook, where I keep all of our things that are under contract, mm-hmm. um, our our local organization called and said, "You filled this out wrong again." I can't keep my brain straight right now. I can't. Or like, sell, sell. It is. It's happening. So let's go ahead and do it. Like, don't don't let 
don't let the fear keep you from looking. Yep. Let's yep. talk. Let's, Let's talk. do it. So we're hyper local. Yeah. We absolutely. love real estate. Love it. Can I just say this really fast? Yeah. Okay. We put like these fun little Easter eggs all around behind us. Like, yes. <laughs> um, so if you, if you find a local company hidden in our Logo little brand, yeah. Yes. Um, you need to shout it out. Was there, what, what, like, I don't even know what the point of this was. It's just a game. Just fine. I thought, <laughs> hey, someday we're going to have a scavenger hunt on a radio show. And then we can be like, hey, in episode 437, tell us what kind of salsa is in the picture. Right. You know, or yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it'll be fun. We're going to have some fun with that. So Absolutely. we keep moving around. We're going to add some stuff. Also, so if you have something you want on a radio show just for goofy fun, bring it to us. Yeah, give us a shout. All right. Thanks for listening. It's the Brian and Kendra Show. All right. See you next time.